Hey there, and welcome back to Batch Beer and Buds, where three best buds get together each week, drink beer, and watch The Bachelor. You're here with your hosts, Lene, Liliana, and Adrian. What are we drinking this week, guys? I'm drinking a Coors Banquet. I am drinking some free White Claw of the Ruby Grapefruit variety. I stole this um, at a very late White Elephant, I mean not White Elephant, yeah, White Elephant party. Like late in the season? Yeah. So like, you, you stole it? Oh, you stole yeah, it. I, I stole see. it. Nice. Okay. You snatched. I forgot that that's a game where that's legal. <laughs> I thought oh. it was going to be more badass story than it was. No. <laughs> I thought you just stole it off the table as you were leaving. You're like, this party sucks. I'm taking your white cloth. No, I stole it from my coworker because it was like the only good gift. Damn. Yeah. Sounds well, like a bummer white elephant. It kind of was. More like a white seltzer <laughs> elephant. Party. A bad elephant. Hello and welcome to Batch Pearson. <laughs> not that joke entirely. <laughs> um, so. I was drinking a Morph India Pale Ale that one of my customers gave me, just like he did last week, and it was ass. So we're not getting sponsored by Morph apparently. But I switched over to a Lime White Claw because no laws when you're drinking claws. Am Wait. I right, John Paul Jones? Can, can we get a Terry Black sponsorship? Oh, that'd be great! Oh hell yes! I love that barbecue. I, when I was in Nashville this weekend, I was selling Terry Blacks to like everyone. Yeah, no. <laughs> Although honestly, I, I I really liked the Tennessee barbecue. It was so good. It was the first barbecue sauce that I've actually enjoyed. It's, it's very, sweeter. It's 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 like more vinegary, less sweet. Is what I you, felt. You thought? Yeah, I mean, I missed at the Nashville one that I the place that I went. I didn't eat barbecue in Memphis, unfortunately. Mm. For those who don't know, Austin, Texas is home to so many barbecue places, and Terry Black's is the best one. No opinions matter besides mine. I agree with that. Have you guys <laughs> been to Franklin's? I know you have. Sorry. No, no, I haven't. I, I like kinda, sides. I don't really like their sides. I see. I don't really want to wait two hours yeah, me neither. for a barbecue. I don't know. You just got to go there like an hour before they close. Anyway, we should probably talk about the Bachelor. We take ba- um, <laughs> Bachelor and barbecue very seriously on this Bachelor podcast. Q? I think we our topics are just anything that starts with a B. Yes. Yeah, so bar- barbecue. Bukaki? Bukaki, yeah. <laughs> we actually taught... No, that sounds weird. <laughs> no, um, we were playing Cards Against Humanity, and Lene didn't know what Bukaki was, and we kindly educated her on this front. Now it's she's disgusting. Now she's woke about Bukaki and all the Japanese mm. trends. And all of the... Know, that's Japanese, actually. That's weird. In pixelated and non-pixelated forms. Yeah, it's by, by preference, you know? Yep. Some people are really into the 64-bit. <laughs> Are we gonna do our batch of the our butt of the week shout out? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Um, so does anyone have a butt of the butt week? Butt of the week is my grandpa. Oh yeah. oh yeah. He I told him I went to San Antonio the day that we dropped this and I was like just, you know, telling everybody because self promotion's the best promotion. And my grandpa wanted to listen to it and he said, You know, that show is really stupid, but you guys are funny. And I really appreciate that because I love that my grandpa is supportive. So shout out to you, grandpa. That's that's the best we can really hope for. Yep. I have to admit that about five, at least five of our listeners are not even Bachelor Nation miscreants. I'm telling you guys, it's important to recap the show and also to have supportive friends. Yeah, it's important (laughs) to support your friends' podcast. Yes. Um, Before we start talking about The Bachelor, one more thing I wanted to say was um, I started watching that Dolly Parton Heartstring show and there was this kid... Um, in the first episode, which was supposed to be about Jolene, and he was named Jed. <laughs> His name's Jed. He lives somewhere in Tennessee, but not Nashville. And he didn't want to learn the guitar because he thought he already knew all of it. 
by learning, by playing. Um, Guitar Hero. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so he's that like, sounds like actual jet. That sounds like actual I jet. I lived a similar life. I played Guitar Hero 3 and thought I was the bee's knees. But... Are you similar to Mini Jed by him wanting to learn the guitar to impress women? No, but I'm similar to Mini Jed in that I also am a fan of white boy reggae. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jed. Oh, Jed. I wanted to bring up something from last week. Hmm. Um, so, your, your butt of the week. I'm really curious what her job is. Because she said she judges oh. meat? What, the, what kind of job description is that? So, I guess another shout out to Elizabeth. Hey, girl. She, um, she goes to A&M. Hi. And she got into an elite meat judging group. It's really hard to get into. I know that sounds really funny, but it really is elite, okay? No, I, I trust that it's elite. I bet A&M. <laughs> especially at elite. Uh, yeah, especially A&M. at A&M. Yeah, at ag school. Um, but she just... Go Longhorns. Oh. <laughs> I have no, honestly, I just, no partial. I think I have to. I, it comes with a degree, and I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. She um. I never went to a football game. <laughs> I mean, either. I went to one football game my entire life. I wanted to go to. I want to go to the tailgates though. They look fun, but yeah. I don't care about football. But she actually just where she goes into like meat lockers, I think, and like judges meat, and then also does it at shows. Like, I don't really know how you show meat. But she's good at it, apparently. Is it like an, like an FFA type thing? I have no freaking clue, man. But she's good at it. And I'm proud of her. I don't even know that's you know, good job, Elizabeth, and I love you. Yeah, that's, not, that's a very interesting. Like, shout I was out. very curious when. So, when I was double shout back. out to her and to your grandpa. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love your grandpa, too. Our first ever uh, double. <laughs> double bud. Double dipper double in buds. the bud. Double bud. <laughs> Okay. Two roses went out tonight. <laughs> Unlike this episode. Oh, oof. Foreshadowing. I mean, more than two roses have been out, but I understand Can anyone define foreshadowing? <laughs> it's a reference to something. Anyway. Um, <laughs> references are the best form of comedy. <laughs> Why do you sound very Bo Burnham when you said that? <laughs> I don't know. Every uh, moment is a classic. comedic moment. Every moment. It's a comedic moment. <laughs> I, I did pantomime. Um, I love Bo Burnham. Anywho. Me too, man. I, I like the, the beginning of the episode, just straight off the bat, talking about all the girls talking about Kelsey telling on Peter, the teacher, two days later after Champagne Gate has already happened. Oh, my yeah, God. Two days. And they're still crying about it. Yeah. Later on, I didn't even recognize Kelsey because I, I had gotten used to seeing her with her eyes puffy and red. I was like, is that Kelsey? Usually she's just covered in makeup or, or tears, so I didn't even know who that was her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, they don't have their, like, phones, so they don't have anything to keep them entertained. So, you yeah. know, the hottest goss is going to be champagne, champagne gate until some other drama comes And all out. the drinking, oh. the sun. Um, Hannah Ann called it the champagne fiasco. Oh, I like I that. I like, yeah. I like champagne fiasco. Me too. Yeah, so... That can that be a contender of what it's called? Because I feel like Champagne Gate, the gate thing is... Is overplayed, yes. Yeah. Nah, you're I right. Know. I just picked it up from Parks and Rec. Everything's something gate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had the urge, urge to talk about Watergate, which would be quite a diversion from this podcast. <laughs> is this where we say... More political. Yeah. Wah, oh, no. Wah, wah. <laughs> I 
I guess I gotta take a drink. So the intro, nothing really happened. Just uh, Champagne Gate still talk of the town. People are dramatic. People are crying. The highlight of that whole scene was Natasha saying snap, crackle, pop. (laughs) Snap, crackle, effing pop. Did she say that? She cursed, yes. Oh, wow. I love Natasha. She's just She's refreshing. She's got the greatest facial expressions. She's just fun to have around. So after the intro, we had the one-on-one with Victoria P. My fave. So um, it's very country themed. Peter yes. picked her up in, in like a really old like pickup red pickup truck. And he was wearing the cutest plaid t-shirt, might I add. He looked pretty dang cute. They, dr- they drove around. He's like, "This is my hood." And then when he was on like when he said, "On the right we have," I thought he was about to say, "My parents' house." That's where our date's gonna be at today. <laughs> <laughs> Because he loves people meeting his yeah, parents. All the ones, one-on-ones are going to be, like, meeting the parents. Yeah, <laughs> with his mom. Bring her home. <laughs> <laughs> I want every, every date is just going to end with sexy making out after, you know, courting with his parents for yeah. a few hours. <laughs> I mean, even, like, relationships that we don't really see develop end in uh, sexy making out. Like That's Like with Tammy true. later on in the episode. What? He made out with Tammy? He did make out with Tammy. Oh, I didn't even notice. Dang. I'm sorry, you missed your fave making out. My sec- I think one, she's like my, my third fave. One note I made was that Victoria P. likes red wine and not white wine, and she's, so she gets points from me. Apparently it was a test. I think that was, <laughs> yeah, it's an important test, I feel like. Um, I'm a box wine type of girl. <laughs> Be like that. But I'm a red box wine type of guy. <laughs> the red, uh, the blendable red. Actually, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a box wine type of guy. I'm a two- or three buck chuck, depending on your state. <laughs> Trader Joe's wine type of guy. Yeah. Charles Schwab. I just like grape juice with alcohol in it. That's what I like. What kind of alcohol? Wine? I don't know. Are you like wine with grape juice in it? <laughs> <laughs> I just like really sweet wines. I think wine's kind of gross. You like Moscato. I, I kind of like Moscato. I prefer Rescato, which is a really cheap Italian wine that's basically grape juice with alcohol. So you got Moscato? Let's get sweeter. That's Roscato. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, that's just the name of the brand. People get people get it confused. But we're not talking about wine. We're talking about how cute Victoria looked in her red hat. You're right. Wine does not start with a B, therefore we can't talk about it. That's very true. <laughs> Fine. against the rules. I need to find some, uh, some politician that starts with a B. There's none of those around. Um, Beto. Speaking of Beto... <laughs> Womp womp. <laughs> That's how I felt the Everybody night of Texas election. Drink. Yeah. Honestly. Everybody drink. Womp womp. This is for you, Beto. Yeah. There was this, um, during that election, there was a guy going around on campus that was campaigning for Beto, and one day he just dressed up as Beto. And, like, got <laughs> well, how? He's a normal he, guy. He was just like a guy that went to school, right? A pretty youngish, like, so he like rolled up his, he had a blue, blue shirt. Rolled up sleeves oh and he God. powdered like a little bit of just a little bit of gray in <laughs> nice. his face, just walking around, and like, you know, shaking hands, doing the baby kissing thing. babies, kissing babies. There's I want so Bader many baby kiss things. my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Peter took Victoria to a mini stagecoach. No, to a boot store first. Oh. Speaking of bees, the boot store. Oh boot. yes. That was cute. She he taught her some line dancing. 
Peter's a pretty good uh, line dancer, I think. I don't know. I don't. I can't really judge. Was Victoria the one that she said uh, no one has ever danced with her before? Given her flowers. No, flowers. Oh, flowers. That was really her. Cute. Victoria is my number one fave. They just seem so sweet together. They do. Like, I'm just annoyed that there's all these, like, fake fucks in his way between him and Victoria's beautiful right. love. I just need them to run off from all the drama so they can be together forever in the sunsets of their lives. I think you're wishing for the end of our podcast. <laughs> oh man, I just want him to be happy. <laughs> Victoria deserves love. She's so sweet. That's why me and yeah. my cat Rosie, that's why she's our favorite. Yeah, I actually saw her notes on my on my in my notes right here. I just see like little paw prints. Yeah. <laughs> you have a font for that? She loves McKenna too. It has the stamp of no. uh, the Rosie stamp of approval. Yeah. Rosie likes, likes McKenna's lipstick color that was all over her chin. <laughs> <laughs> So I went to a booth store. That was a cute. Yeah, the that was a cute little. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like the smell. Like a few weeks ago. I like the smell of a booth store. Mm. The leather. Oh yeah, all those dead cows. Mm. You know what I saw at the booth store? I saw this one, this one booth that had a literal snake head on the toe. Yikers! <laughs> um, it's just a little, little much. I thought. I'm gonna get you. Boots are really expensive. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. Well, I mean. I, well, I mean, there's reasons, but like. If they're like handmade, I get it. But some of them are just like factory made and they just look nice and they like slap 500 yes, bucks on the I agree. Label. Let's, uh, let's go around the table and pick our favorite boots. Nah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I thought it was pretty exciting to choose between combat boots and Chelsea boots. I don't know anything about boots. I love a good Doc Martin. Okay, there you go. So yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go with combat boots myself. But, I like uh, black boots. Black boots. <laughs> we go with everything. Or a thigh-high boot. I like a, nice. I like a like a mid like a lower than mid calf black boot that's like not too heavy to walk around in and goes with a lot of outfits. You guys see, this wasn't a terrible topic to bring up. <laughs> but it's nothing to do with the bachelor. But it starts with the B, so we could talk about the bootchiller. The bootchiller. The bootchiller. Listen to our spin-off podcast. It's the just butcheler. with butchers. <laughs> We're trying to take Elizabeth's job and judge me. Elizabeth would be great. We're on the coming butcher. for your wig. <laughs> I need to get her on this podcast one day. She'll be great. Friend of the pod. So after the booth store, there was the country concert. Man, I feel like everybody on The Bachelor loves country music. Right? Kind of annoying. Like, it's really not that great. I'm surprised it wasn't Jed doing the concert. I'm not surprised because he's not that good. <laughs> And also, I feel like Jed is kind of banned. True. But later on when they were talking That's about... That's another like, B word. Banned. Banned. <laughs> I liked his four harmonicas. Yeah, he had, the guy, that dude I like had so many harmonicas. And <laughs> it was very impressive. The, that guy was actually a talented musician. I feel like comparing him to Jeb... Not, not Jeb. Jeb is uh, the Jeb Bush. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I that's one of my things with Jed is that Jed sounds like Jeb, and I just feel like Jeb is a meme, you know, like yeah, please clap, or more like my name Jeff, <laughs> my name Jed, my name Jed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he could barely, he could like barely play. Oh, I think it's fine. I don't, I don't think it's like really picking up the panting. Yes, could be wrong. Is. They're going to cut this out now. Viola, go to bed. Um. <laughs> Hi, Viola. What are we talking about? We're talking about my name, Jeff, and then... <laughs> yeah, so, so they're all dancing and having a great-ass time <laughs> and doing, you know, very, very cute. And then um, Victoria F. has a nice conversation 
it's Victoria F, right? P. No, P. it's Victoria P. I'm sorry. It's Victoria P. has a really nice conversation about how hard he has it because he has so many women around him. I appreciated her understanding for him. No, it was, it was really sweet. Like, she's a very caring person. Um, but I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like she's good at being what the show wants. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, I, I, it's good on the show to be like the, like it's advantageous to be the person that's like sympathetic of the bachelor and not trying to make it about drama. It's also sympathetic to open up really, really early. Um, I feel like that's just how she is though. She's just a very caring and nice person. That might be so, but it, I don't know, it, it is it. It is something to acknowledge that it's like, what's what, what's good strategically, kind of. I mean, I know we are only seeing what we've been given, but if anybody else was exhibiting that, they probably would have shown it by now for us to mm-hmm. see on the show. And this is what, the first or second week that they're actually filming? Like, you know, it's only two months. You just got to show them who you really are and who she is as someone who wants to share herself and life with him. And I know it was pretty awkward when they had that little date. And he was kind of, it felt a little awkward when she was opening up to him and he just kind of had to listen. But I think Peter is a, could be a good listener for her. Yeah, I guess let's yeah. talk about a little bit about what, what she was talking about because I think we haven't really yeah. brought it up. That She's was gone really, through so really many heavy. hardships. Yeah, I mean, she was talking about um, her dad died when she was really young and then um, her mom her, had yeah. addiction issues. She was in and out of foster homes for most of her life trying to take care of her younger sister making sure that she had enough to eat and you know that's a really difficult thing for anybody to go through yeah um, definitely but I guess what I'm saying is like despite the fact that she like seems so str- like so strong now and like I really respect her um, like it does benefit for you to have like a sad story on the show and like later on in the season, like in like past seasons, usually it's like you know later on it's like oh I really want you to open up to me, and these are the kind of stories like about you, that you have to tell. I mean they don't have to be like, so so sad and real and dramatic, right? But it's just something about you and opening up about like what's really you, and she knew how to do that early. I feel like even if that was also genuinely her, she also knew that she was making a choice that was advantageous. Do you feel like, her saying it now? discredits or doesn't give her the ability to show that vulnerable side later because she's already done it so early or do you think it think she like did it to be advantageous to get like ahead i think it's going to benefit her in the long run yeah. but do you sure. think she did it on purpose i think it's a little no. of both. It, yeah it, it's like it's like okay i know that this is what the show wants and i feel like it's you know this this show demands a relationship on adderall Hmm. Yeah, it has to move so quick. You're like, you know, proposing in like five weeks. Yeah. So, these kind of conversations, so it pushes conversations like this. The show itself pushes conversations like this for you know, uh, financial reasons, right? Because they want the drama and whatever. Um, But also for like for a successful relationship, I guess you want to talk, have talks like, like this. And because of the constraints of the show, you can only have them on camera. Yeah. Maybe you know, I don't, I don't not believe that she did it. You know, she made the decision to tell him now because that's a really big thing to want to admit to somebody. But I, maybe she was also worried that if she doesn't open up now, then there wouldn't be a chance to open up later. Because yeah. this was her first time having a date with him. He's already been on two, three, one, one dates, two dates, three. Yeah. But they've had a pretty strong connection before this yeah. as well. And, um, you know, when you go through trauma like that, when you have really serious stuff, 
that you need to share with another signif the significant other um or just with anybody she's been going through that her whole her whole life um she probably knows that if you just talk about it then then it's easier to accept and it's easier to move on from yeah and she's so strong for, from it so I do think maybe it was a little early to tell him, but I understand why she might feel like she needed to now because it would bring them closer and he would understand a little more about her. Yeah, definitely. I feel like she was being like genuine, opening yeah. up very early and stuff like that just because the show does move really fast and you have to stand out in the competition. So her opening up now will be beneficial in the long run whenever um, other girls aren't as open like Victoria F like you know how she's just like closed off and everything yeah. like that and he wants to know them and he wants to know like their past and the good the bad all of the things so yeah yeah I think this, we're all in, so. this will be um good for her in the long run I think we're all in agreement that we're fans of Victoria yeah and we're all rooting for her in a way you know yeah she's yeah. a she's a genuine person she's we, great on a, on a lighter note about that date, um, even this, like, probably the most serious date we've had so far was in an airplane hangar. Like, mm. is Peter capable of falling in love with someone who's not amazed that he's an airline pilot? No. I mean, I feel like The Bachelor's making it look like that. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Might not I'm be sure good. his life isn't all airplanes and windmills. His, <laughs> his main personality trait is airplane. Yeah. And then his side B personality is windmills. Yes. About his favorite movies, Catch Me If You Can. Why? Oh, silence. Or Danger Zone. Yeah, we don't. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, they, oh. Sorry. It's good. I bet it's actually um, Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> or that one with Leonardo DiCaprio where yeah, he's yeah. a. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> or Snakes on a Plane. Well, Catch Me If You Can is also about Leo DiCaprio pretending to be a pilot. Pretending. Yes. It's a crazy story. Frank Abagnale Jr. All right, well, I'll put it on my list, and we'll talk about it in our movie bachelor uh, movie Spielberg. podcast. It's <laughs> for the Patreon. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and no, we didn't. It didn't happen chronologically, but we saw later in the post in the credits that he rode the bull, did a pretty good job, and fell off. Tragically, he won like really well. I, I find yeah. those bulls really challenging. It's not the easiest. It's not the easiest. Definitely not. There's a bar in Austin where they have a mechanical bull like right in the middle of it, and we've. Uh, Lene loves it. We, we've <laughs> all we've all tried and failed multiple times. I heard that they do go harder on the guys though, because they like the crowd just wants to see the girls on there. They want to see their, they want to see what their mama gave them shaking around. <laughs> you know, I get it. I got a lot what my mama gave me. <laughs> so I ride the bull a lot. <laughs> An ice endowment. Uh, no, that's not. I think that that word only applies to the male gender. Endowment? Does it? I don't know. Economists really like the word endowment. <laughs> so no pity rose for Victoria. Only a heartfelt rose for her. Yes, I uh, love it. I really saw their bit, uh, relationship go far. I love how Peter is like so honest with the women that he's like serious with yeah like he just is like hey like i guess he was telling that about um like uh Kel kelsey the, the the lawyer uh kelly. kelly yeah he was telling that to kelly but 
But later on, like you could tell, like he has a really close relationship with Victoria, and like he like it is not shy about just saying that he has a strong relationship. Yeah. He know he knows who he's gonna pick at the yeah. well. He doesn't know, but like he knows his his favorites. He has his favorites. So between um, the this the beginning of this date at the honky tonk and the you know after dinner date, there was some there was a conversation about the champagne. Oh my god! Again. So. Oh wait, actually, actually, was that was it about that? No, no, I think it was between Hannah Ann and. Yeah, no, it was, sorry. Oh, Hannah Ann and Kelsey. I was getting mixed up. Um, it was between Hannah Ann and Kelsey. And, um, yeah, so, like, Kelsey was, like, trying to backtrack the fact oh that she God. accused Hannah Ann of just just stealing her champagne without any... Yeah, and... Like, knowingly stealing the champagne. Who who confronted who? Oh, I think Kelsey came to talk about it. Yeah. Then also Hannah Ann was, like, being so dramatic. It was, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, because she, um, Kelsey talked to Hannah Ann about it because she was um she was offended by the bullying yeah she was offended by bullying and I think we all agreed that yeah. she wasn't bullying yeah, her Hannah, Hannah Ann said that the whole situation with um Kelsey and the yelling at her about the champagne was bullying which like bullying is definitely too strong of a word for yeah, what definitely. it was um kind of discredits the word bullying and she really wasn't <laughs> it was really funny to hear like Hannah Ann crying so hard just being, like her voice breaking. I would never steal your champagne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and your your theory was proven correct that yes. she doesn't like champagne. She like like Kelsey was like literally like I don't even. It's not about the champagne. I don't even like champagne. I was like, of course you don't like champagne. No you, like, one saves a bottle for that long. You saved it for so long, and it wasn't. I bet it wasn't even that nice. It was not that nice of a bottle. No. It was like probably if you had asked the producers for a bottle of champagne instead of it the one you brought from yeah. home, it would have been nicer. <laughs> so um kelsey's ridiculous i don't like her no and, yeah uh, no hannah Go home. can do no wrong except uh, <laughs> <laughs> except for being over the top no i mean yeah she's interesting <laughs> <laughs> but she's one of your picks though she i mean that's because she's gonna go far yeah it's, uh, i'm <laughs> Hi Viola. Does something just hit the mic. Really My dog's well. here. Your dog just, dog here. The dog hit the um layer of the table. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was really loud. I it? saw that. You looked sh- visibly shook. She love. Go. Um, Go. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be petting. <laughs> Sorry, we had some doggy difficulties. They're not technical because it's a dog. Uh, <laughs> They're animalistic. It's a new segment, Doggy Difficulties. Doggy Difficulties. It's also the double D. Our alliteration is our <laughs> we alliteration love it. is our thing. So, after this uh, one-on-one date, we have the group date. That's gonna be a surprise. Mm. Oh yeah, our our girl Demi is back. Demi is back. Before we found out, before that, we found out that Sydney is not partial to Alea, who we know knows someone who we know. We're two degrees of knowing. Yeah, I think I, I'm about. I think I'm two degrees. Yeah. Like you, well, my friend. She's my friend, friend now too. So yeah, so we have a she, friend. She's our friend now. You can't just right, claim right. her. Right. Yeah. Like, sorry for Alex claiming. loves us. I'm sorry for claiming. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. She probably doesn't. She doesn't listen to, listen to the podcast, but maybe. Fake friend. <laughs> we have a friend named Alex who's friends with somebody who's friends with Alaya. Alaya? Yeah, I think that's. I think Lingerie. That's I like <laughs> La- Laringe? Laringe. Laringe. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah, later on, a character called Lingerie Lingerie. Ling- she says Lingerie. 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 We got all these Lingerie, and then she fi- they tell her it's wrong, and she fixes it she later. Lingerie is my favorite Latin dance. <laughs> um, so Demi shows up, the queen. She Our comes queen. and gives them big surprise. She's a very good recurring batch character. I just love her. She missed the mansion. That was why she wanted to come back. I, did, I feel that. I would love for her to be on Paradise again, but I just feel like they may not. I don't know if she'll be her thing. She, again. Oh, she's definitely like she's gonna, gonna be, be on, on Paradise, Paradise again. again. I feel like they would ask her, but I'm not sure if she would. And I you know. feel like she would. I don't know. I she's, like she she made it so good. She went on Paradise when she had a girlfriend. She's gonna yeah. come again. <laughs> I need JPJ back on that shit. Yeah. JPJ, she just. But then just, that would mean that her, that him and. Tasha, they're not, not together not, anymore. They're not together they're anymore. Not. Breaking news. Breaking news from <laughs> very old. For me. Very <laughs> it's news. pretty old, dude. Also, Demi and um, the girl who was better Christian? than her. Christian? Christian. Uh, <laughs> better than her, like remember. in that relationship. Yeah. More deserving of that relationship uh, broke up. So. What do you mean, more deserving? I mean, Demi did not take it seriously. Don't disrespect the queen. Like, look, like, I, I, we, Demi's we love, really interesting. We love Demi, but, like, but she was she the wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was mutual, but why would you go to paradise? I don't if know. You, like, yeah, I'm paradise. not Demi. I'm not in their relationship. We don't know. We can't blame it all on Demi. Demi's yeah, the queen. We don't have the opportunity <laughs> to get drunk on live television and go to Mexico. I That's want true. to though so bad. But you know, if somebody that I'm dating like chooses that chooses that over me, I'd be a little bit salty. I'm not a big, the good kind of salt big salt that's around the margarita. Really. Yeah, Yummy. the kind yeah. that protects you from demons. <laughs> so. Uh, everyone's sleeping. They're told that it's a surprise date, and then suddenly, Demi and two very strong-looking women—they <laughs> were—they were called Killer and something else. And Pain. And Pain. Killer and Pain. Um, that, that those are the real names. Came into the house and just started hitting everybody with pillows and feathers were everywhere. Uh, very violent. Very violent. I think that this kind of violence should not be allowed on primetime television. Mm. I don't know. This is primetime. <laughs> anyway. What's the prime time? What is the prime time? We don't know. We're millennials. As far as I know, prime time is when I put on the Amazon. Thank you to our listener, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yes, thank you, Jeff Bezos. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is one of our listeners. Yeah, hashtag of... fuck Amazon day. Right. <laughs> so after all the girls are woken up, none of them look very happy. No. Um, Kenna is shocked. Like and Natasha looks pissed. <laughs> Natasha's not happy with the situation at all. Uh, she's not a morning person, and I love that. <laughs> Do you guys think that they were actually woken up by pain and killer, or were they staged? Like, just go pretend you're asleep, and then these people are going to come hit you with pillows. I guess I wouldn't be surprised either way. Because I would be very mad if I woke up to that. I mean... I don't know. It's, it's it's the Bachelor. Anything can happen. Most exciting season. Yes, yeah. It's unlike any other. Anyway, that was a weird. Little, and then then they say longerie, longerie. She L- said lingerie. Lorengue. 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 What's her? What was her name? Is it Cheyenne or was no? It, it was Kira. Kiara. Uh, Kiara. Kiara opened up her little presents they all got, and she said, "We all got these lingerie that we're supposed to wear on our date." And I lost my shit at that. It's really funny. It was pretty funny. It would have been great if, like, we could just sit on... On Laringi. I know, I wish they had, like, they had, like, the producers had done something with that because they just skipped right over it, and that was perfect fodder. It's like, I try to call this show, like, you know, like, an actress says intelligent things, and then, like, all the girls think that there's 20,000 miles in a... 
20,000 feet in a mile. 30,000. Lingerie is 30,000 even and, worse. And lingerie is Loringi. Loringi. <laughs> Sometimes you just say shit when you just got woken up by pillows and Demi. Although I might be ignorant too, because I had not heard of a muumuu before. Oh, that's what the grandmas wear to sleep. Oh, okay. Muumuus, but make it sexy. <laughs> Definitely Kelly's vibe. <laughs> that's why they give it to her, because she's too hot. Does Ashley P wear a muumuu? <laughs> Yikers. Only when it's cold outside, but she likes to sleep naked usually. Yeah, so they're all wearing lingerie for this date, um, which is a little odd, but I guess Demi just wanted to put them in lingerie. It was even more weird that they were all in lingerie and Peter was just in regular clothes. But he wasn't fighting. You know, it was like a pillow party. Yeah, yeah. but he could have at least thrown on some pajamas. Some pants, gym jams. Like, yeah. I like how he's like, Do you guys wear this when you sleep? <laughs> and like, oh, no, no. Kelly wasn't in the in the muumuu. Kelly was wearing this like really pretty like gossamer I didn't say Kelly was in the. I didn't say Kelly was in the muumuu. Who was wearing the muumuu? I don't remember. I thought it was Kelly. So All I remember was, was that she said, "How's he gonna take me seriously in a muumuu?" And you said, "Or in lingerie." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he should have been in like heart shaped boxers. Or yeah, something, you know? something cute. Rose rose print boxers. Oh my what's god. What's the like? What's the male equivalent of like sexy? Um, like, like lingerie. It's like sexy pajamas. A speedo. Naked? Speedo. Naked. A thong. I feel like, um, you know, maybe leather. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything now about... I don't know what <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if there's really like a like a sexy thing that men wear that's not like supposed to be, you know, like a thong or whatever. I feel like they're just... Honestly, I feel like boxer briefs are pretty cute because they like show the package, but it's not... It's like a little tease. <laughs> That's my hot take. Okay, so as, um, as usual, men don't have to worry about how they look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> men don't. Men don't have their body types really ridiculed. I would love if they wore yeah. like lace boxers. That'd be cute as fuck. I saw that trending on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Oh lordy, coming. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so all the girls get together in lingerie to have a sexy pillow fight. Uh, judged by oh, what's his, oh man I should have looked this guy's up Chris Harrison by Chris Harrison and Carlos Regis is that his name some no. some really old ass dude that's apparently a professional uh pillow pillow fighter right he's like a pillow no, fight judge no he's really just some guy that's been on there I think recurring but he made a joke I don't remember no, what he said like but famous, Chris super like famous. Chris that's not really he made okay, a joke with my God it's gonna bother me. <laughs> It really doesn't fucking matter. Can we start this over? This is a mess. No. What are you talking I about? I think it's good. This is good. No. <laughs> edit um, this out. No. I said edit this out. Look, it's going to bother me that I don't know this guy's name. Then Google this, his name and then we'll talk about I, it. I can't find this. Oh I don't know God. how to find this guy's name. It's not. It's fine. I'm going to Google it right now. Look, we don't have enough I'm gonna listeners see. to get added. <laughs> added. <laughs> they know that we don't care. <laughs> Bachelor pillow... Fight, judge. How about that? Eat a dick, Adrian. Damn. <laughs> I, have, uh, big I, have, oops. I have evidence of the abuse I'm receiving. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Oh, what? Do you think President Trump would beat Peter in a pillow fight? Hell no. I think Trump might have a heart attack. Peter, yes. <laughs> he would see Peter and realize his true gay feelings. Alright, we're gonna start. Peter, you're so attractive. 
Peter is probably the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. Maybe ever. I thought it was, womp, womp. Me, I thought it was me and Amir, but no, really. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls are having a pillow fight hosted by Chris Harrison and some famous guy that's going to bother me that I can't find. Some old famous dude. Some old famous dude. It's fine. He wasn't that funny. All I know about he laughed at his own joke. <laughs> I don't think that was his joke. I think that was the writer's, actually. I think he was just reading it, and he thought it was funny. He might have <laughs> delivered it wrong, and then Chris just gave big side-eye to the camera, like, <laughs> okay. We took, not votes, but we tried to pick who we thought was going to win. I picked Tammy, Lily picked Cheyenne, and Adrian picked Sydney. Yeah. They were all wrong. But Sydney got the furthest. I thought Tammy was going to beat a bitch, but she beat a bitch too hard and got disqualified. <laughs> Which, by the way, the rules weren't clarified to us, so Not I feel like that was least, just... Yeah. They, probably, they probably were clarified to the, the, the women. Um, Tammy I, just wanted to assert dominance. Can I say a couple of Tammy quotes that I really like? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is my kind of game. And, uh, I'm a wax somebody. <laughs> I'm a wax. She was she was really just good. coming in hot. She was she's ready. Very hot. Yeah. She was ready to smack a bitch down with a pillow. Kelly had no chance. A little too hard because she got disqualified. Yeah. I guess because she pushed her out of the ring too. I guess that was it. Oh, um, they also had cute wrestler names. I don't really remember any of them, but. Kelly was Kelly the prosecutee. That was the prosecutee. And then Kelly the prosecutee. Cheyenne the animal. Cheyenne the animal. See, that's not clever. Oh, Whatever. also, there was a really weird shot of an old lady. Oh, she was. There was an old lady with a teddy bear, and then he was, she was, like, pantomiming, like, cutting off the bear's head. What? I didn't even notice yeah. that. Yes, she, no, and was, I, that was such a fucking mood. Oh, my God. I, I think that she was auditioning for Jordan Peele's next movie. <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll, I'll be glad, glad to see her there. But, uh... Besides that, Peter was really enjoying the pillow fight. He was like a middle school boy. His quotes, uh, I'm feeling that. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. You know, we did say that he did like um, uh, assertive women, so this really just like brought it out. He's kinky and he likes assertive women, so, you know, it makes sense. I mean, I think this this whole like sexy pillow fight like thing in culture is kind of odd. I agree. It's kind of odd to be playing into it. I don't know. It's like... And I feel comfortable with it, but at the same time, the girls look like they had a lot of fun, and I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that happen on The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. That would be funny. That'd be I would, really I would like love that. watching that. That'd be so I funny. Send a, I sent an email to my best friend, Chris Harrison. Yeah, I want one of the, <laughs> I want one of the men in a moo-moo. Hey, Chris, <laughs> since, you, since we know that you listen to this, yeah. uh, make that a date for the next season of The Bachelorette. You know, the one and where I'm The Bachelorette. Sponsor us and give us money. Yes, please. <laughs> make this an ABC official podcast. Chris Harrison, please. <laughs> then Sydney was so so. The last matchup of the wrestling pillow fight was Sydney and Alea. Um, Sydney hates Alea yeah. a lot for reasons that will be further explored, but like hates her a lot. It came out of nowhere for this episode. I feel like we should there should have been pretext to yeah, that. Yeah, it just felt very manufactured. Like, honestly, the drama, but yeah, every time Alea like spoke or was on camera, they would just like pan to Sydney looking annoyed. Yeah. Much just... I really just think that Sydney has a problem with her by herself. Like, I really don't... I, I mean, maybe Aaliyah did have, you know, attitude on the camera that was different than off-camera, but, you know, sometimes you just get they a little... They all do, right? They, I feel like they all do. Like, you get a little nervous. You can try to, try to, like... You know people are looking at you and judging you at home, so you're trying to make sure you, you don't get, you know, become the villain on the yeah. show. And, I don't know, I just feel like Sydney was just being a little too extra. 
about yeah. it. Like, we get it. So, do you don't like her? Calm yeah. Down. I feel like everybody puts on, like, some type of persona whenever yeah. they're, like, being recorded. Or even they... just, like, in a date. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Like, in a date, you're putting on a persona. You always, yeah. like, make sure your best self is, like, yeah. on. <laughs> but, um, you know, if we're going to talk about the super exciting conclusion to this wrestling. So, it's, uh, Sydney looks like she's going hard. Mm. There are accusations of pulling hair. Um, it looks like she's going to win. And then suddenly, Alea sits on her. It sits on her. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, Sydney was, seemed pretty salty about. But no one on the show is heavy enough that that's going to cost a win. Yeah. What, what does she weigh? Like 96 pounds? <laughs> I saw her, though. I feel like she elbowed her. Like, Sydney hit her with a pillow. And then somebody tackled the other. And Elias just turned around and, like, fell back on her and, like, pushed her down with her right elbow and just kind of had that, like, frog face that she keeps yeah, making throughout the show. Yeah, that face that she keeps making. She's just got some long I mean, at lips. At some point, just the pillows went away and it was just full-on wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And Cindy was like, I can't get up. She just sat on yeah. me. So Elias wins. She gets a nice little crown, which goes perfectly for her really ugly homecoming dress. <laughs> it went really well with her big fat head. <laughs> Damn. Well, we can't have her on the podcast now that you said that. Yeah, come on. We're trying to to cater to Alea. Let's be honest. I'm probably saying her name wrong. All those girls have big heads. Or else they wouldn't be on the show. Nah, her hand's really humble. (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, the the only one who I'm not on the big head train is probably Victoria P. And maybe Victoria F. Kelly Kelly may not have a big head, but she definitely has a lot of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like just confidence isn't... The confidence from the show, but she's confident. I mean, I want to be on the show. Um, but um, McKenna's really real and perfect in every way. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Whatever you want to think. Sorry about that. Bless you, my love. So during the after dates, um, Aliyah pulls Peter away and shows uh, shows Peter her battle scars. Oh it's yeah. Pretty hot. Her, her like little that, scratch. Yeah, it was like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark when Mary is, <laughs> is healing uh, Indiana Jones, and then. He's like, kiss me. This is really translating to the pot. I'm pointing to my face. Mm-hmm. A classic scene. Anyway. LA is like, kiss my pimple. I named it Ashley P. Moon. She did have a pimple. Oh, speaking Which honestly, of... I thought this made her endearing. Yes. Speaking of Ashley P, I got called out on the pod from my boyfriend. Shout out to you, Hugo. He, um, I said Ashley P, Ashley Pimple. He's the one who said pimple and got very upset that I didn't credit him to that joke. Oh. So, you're welcome. Man, you're like Amy Schumer over here. <laughs> jokes. Whoa. I don't know about that. I really don't know anything about Amy Schumer. So. Me neither, honestly. I, I don't know what... <laughs> this is just a reference. Stealing tweets. <laughs> you know? You're like, oh, no, but I don't want to say that Twitter handle. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The fat Jewish. <laughs> it's not the handle. Um, anyway... Um, so Elias shows her battle scars, Sydney's all salty. Kick him. And, and cats what, are messing with bags, sorry. That's why my cat was protecting it, she wanted it for himself. We, we, um, we are no longer having doggy difficulty, doggy difficulties, we are having cat catastrophes. Oh my yes. god. I love that. I love that too. Yes. Cat catastrophes. Um, yeah, so, uh, from my impression, Sydney has a conversation with Elias and pretty much calls her a whore. Yes. Yeah. I was making rice at that point. I didn't hear that. So <laughs> I'm kind of sad I missed that because that sounds like some hot drama gossip. Some drossip. Yeah, I don't know. It, like, Sydney just seemed very intense for, like, what was the overall scenario. Like, 
I don't know. People are going to be a little bit fake on that show. Are you really, like, I don't know. I have I don't know. Have we seen anything from Sydney besides no. just her? No, she just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, she just like kind of made herself present by not liking her, and I don't know if that's the best like strategy to go with. I think it's so stupid when they do that, where they're like they basically just tell Peter like this person is just not being very real or whatever. They're being all fake. It's like, you know what? Don't fucking worry about them. Just try to be with him. You know. And I, but stay I do. Stay in your lane. Stay in your stay lane. Stay in your lane, Luke P. <laughs> stay in your lane, Sydney P. I'm in. I'm in my car. I'm driving. I'm not looking over in your lane. I'm in my lane. Who said that exactly? Luke P. <laughs> Luke P. Yeah. I'm not looking in your lane. I'm staying in my lane. That was his mantra. His mantra was stay in your he lane. He would look in the mirror and be like, stay in your lane. <laughs> and you can see he's like crazy co-guys <laughs> I can see them like yeah. burned in my it's retinas It's like Mark Wahlberg like look good feel good Stay in your lane, Stay in your lane. <laughs> um, So So Sydney um, She just needs Like we said stay in her lane She needs to figure She needed to like Talk to Peter And have his t- her time with him and just not worry about freaking Alea, but I, I do understand where she's coming from because she felt like, I'm sure she felt annoyed knowing that she was there for the right reason, thinking that Alea wasn't, but I think she definitely got all up in her head thinking she knew anything about Alea. I mean, it was just like, okay, somebody's being, someone puts on a bit of a show for the cameras. Yeah. Um, so therefore I'm going to sabotage their thing. Yeah, I don't know. Seems a little unnecessary. At first I was like agreeing with her. I felt like she might have been right a little bit. And then she got, she just got way too over the top about it. You know, especially when she called her a whore. And then what else did she say later? She said... She basically she said... She called her a princess. Called her a princess. Like, you're being fake. Yeah. I don't know. And then she's just like, oh, I'm just being honest. And it's like, no, I mean, you're... Kind of being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, she should have used her time with Peter to um, further their relationship and not try to hinder, like, somebody else's relationship. Mm -hmm. And, like, talked about her and him and not, like, somebody else. Honestly, this is really tiring to watch, and we're going to talk about it more later on in the episode. (laughs) So why don't we go to his conversation with Kelly, which is adorable, um, because she said that she doesn't fit in with the process, and then he's like oh, no, but I really like you. You're one of the reasons why I think that this is going to work. Aww. I, I thought that was so sweet. That's and cute. Like, I don't think I, I was paying attention during that <laughs> part. I don't know what I was doing. I was probably texting yeah, he boys. He seems to really like, like her. Um, says that she's an attorney and very smart because apparently, yeah. I don't the know, prosecutie, you the may prosecutie, say. The prosecutie, yeah. I'm annoyed that he's, he was all hung up about Alea throughout this whenever he had this perfect, like, like at least five or six perfectly suitable choices here. It's like you really aren't missing out on much, dude. Like you already have so yeah, many other connections. At this point. Um, they also have their. Um, he also has his first like really nice moment with Tammy, in which that Tammy, yeah. Tammy like just like wow, I, was, I went really hard today. I hope you saw that. I, that I was afraid that you would think that I was a bro, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like, I wouldn't kiss my bro, and then they start making out. Damn, yeah. I missed that part too. That was I was making moment. rice. <laughs> I, I liked that part. That was, that was a, a highlight in my watching. So, I think those were two highlights. I guess what we're saying is that um, 
What makes a show good is not the drama, it's the real life relationships. Yes. Mm. We don't, well, we do care about the drama, but sometimes, like, the stupid manufactured dramas. You're such a genuine way person, too much. I just, like, love that you fucking said that, man. Like, <laughs> but he was so being 100% cute. sarcastic. Wait, were you? <laughs> Not, I thought you were being serious. I wasn't being 100% sarcastic. Like 75%? Like 70, yeah. I mean, after the last two episodes, I don't know what I like about the show, actually. <laughs> Aw, I like the genuine relationships between them. I mean, I do like Tammy's the, I, baby. I do like, so I like the, some of the personalities on the show. So that's definitely genuine. I, I generally like some of the personalities on the show. Like McKenna. <laughs> I know you love McKenna, right? I know you want her to actually get kicked off so that you can go find her and live with her somewhere. Yeah, me and McKenna are going to move up to... Uh, she's from Canada, somewhere. somewhere in Canada. Oh, yeah, she's a fashion blogger. She's from McCan- Just follow her on YouTube. Mm. She's from McCanada. McCanada? McCanada. <laughs> Ooh, I really like McCanada. Is there a Canadian bachelor? I think there might have been if there isn't one right now. Maybe the Canadians were just too civilized. We've got another show to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we still have to watch I mean, the need, Australian one. Yeah, we need something for the uh, off-seasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's that conversation we haven't had yet. Australian bachelor, here we come. I'm thinking Terrace House. Terrace House? Anywho. Yeah, so at the end of... Okay, wait. Uh, so, you know, after those two nice genuine moments, we go back to the stupid drama with Alaya. Yeah. And Sydney and Pete, like, gathers all the girls and saying that he's having doubts about this. And he's after last season and Jeb's betrayal. I okay. call him Jeb again. <laughs> I'm just going to say Jeb. Jeb. And Jeb's betrayal. You jabbed our hearts. Um, I'd like, I'd, I do appreciate um, Peter not, I don't know if he's not allowed to, but not calling out Jed, because we all know who he's talking about. His subtle throwback to Jed saying, you know, I don't want to get to the end of this and, you know, end up with somebody who's been lying to me this whole time and has been here for the wrong reasons. And, you know, like in the last season, he in Bachelorette, he really wasn't causing drama. He stepped out of it. He didn't talk shit unless it was directly, you know, asked of him. A man that was actually stayed in his lane. For real. Like, that's how you stay in your lane, man. Pete mm-hmm. 100% stayed in his lane. 100%. That's because he's the pilot. He knows. <laughs> he knows. You gotta stay in your lane. You get into a crashes. plane crash, and that's not good for not what does good. he work for? American? United? I don't, I don't fucking know. know. Delta? I wanna figure it out, though. I wanna get in that cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> On to the pool party. No, we have to talk about him literally calling oh, Sydney right. out right. across the room. Oh, like he gave her God. the rose, which is nice. No, before that, but yeah, before that he calls. He's like, "Hey, like, who are you talking shit about?" And Sydney <laughs> was like, "Oh my God, this is so uncomfortable." Yeah. And then she just had to say it. But she, I mean, I don't feel like she would have been as honest about how she actually felt if 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 um, Aliyah wasn't like across the table staring yeah. at her. It was so awkward to watch, and like, I was like, Peter, why do you think that's a good idea yeah. to do that? Peter's you know? like, okay, like I'm having doubts about whether or not like some people are lying to me, and whether or not they're being real about this whole stupid yeah. TV show. Um, I want to squash this right now, Sydney. You were talking about a girl. Like, well, what's your problem? Pretty much. Even though it was really awkward to see him do that, I guess you know, thinking back to it probably was the right thing to do just to call it out in front of everyone and because I guess that gives Sydney a chance to actually be honest and not just be catty behind mm-hmm. someone's back because she knows that she's being listened to by all the other girls and all the other girls will hear that and be like oh I guess I you know 
example made don't be like that yeah well i think we all know that the producers um stopped the mid conversation and said don't tell him who's being catty we're going to wait till everybody's together i mean maybe but maybe I, not I, I feel like the better move would have been like I don't know. Just even say like I want I want to squash this. Like yeah. please be real. Don't put on something for the camera. Like the camera's not matter. It's your relationship with me or whatever. Instead and of I've been her I'm calm hearing out. talks of like some people that are not here that are putting on fronts for the camera. And I'm not saying that putting on front for the camera is like bad, but I'm saying that it's not why you're here. You're here for to be with me. Right? Yeah. I don't know. That was a way that's like doesn't build drama. Yeah. I guess it's not his role. They he want the drama. They love the drama. They love drama. Like drum life. Here. I really love drum. <laughs> I love drum. <laughs> I like turtles. I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> On so, to the pool party. That big old pool party. In the, the, in the, the morning. The driest pool party of all time. Where they just wore pool attire around the pool but did not get into the pool. I, one of my favorite things about my favorite moments of the show is when you see them, like, you know, pre Peter. Where they're all just kind of chilling in the morning. Oh, and gossiping. And, you know, eating whole avocados. Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> intense. On her keto diet while Leia's sitting in the corner talking shit. And what'd you say about her glasses? Oh, that she's wearing her glasses so that she doesn't get blindsided anymore <laughs> from the haters. <laughs> haters. Yeah, I feel like Aliyah was kind of going for the all-natural look yeah. after being called out like that. She's like, I'm not fake. I'm real. I wear glasses. Yeah, she wanted to seem genuine, so she didn't put on any makeup, mm-hmm. I guess. Until later. I really wasn't a fan of her fake lashes, though. They just looked so fake. They looked so bad. Yeah. So, uh, this actually wasn't the pool date. This was the let's talk shit about Aleya date. Yeah, mm. seriously. Yeah. Where he's like pulled all of them one by one and was like, hey, how do you feel about her, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, should I go through a list of people that were talking shit? Yeah. So This is the shit list. The shit list. First of all, so he pulls away, pulls apart Sydney, talks to her, apologizes for putting her in the position of just like on the spot in front of everybody, like, hey, who are you talking about? I appreciated that. Yeah, he apologized because I think it was pretty like bad situation that he put her in. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so then Kelsey obviously starts talking, <laughs> like, oh my god, she's so fake. Um, I mean, she said that like that she liked her as a person, but that also that she puts on a front. But, um, yeah, um, Natasha and Lexi, I felt like they were being much less mean about it. Mm-hmm. They were just saying, like, oh yeah, she puts a bit of a front for the camera, which is like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, people do that. And the, oh, most of them mentioned the fact that she was a passion, pa- not passion, pageant. pageant. Uh, a pageant person. I don't know. I don't know what state she represented. Texas. Oh, it's Texas. The great state of Texas. Well, she missed Texas. Mm-hmm. She was my miss. I had no idea. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm not following the sports. Ball the, the the pageant. Um, what is it called? Circuit. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna follow that shit. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I get it. I feel like I don't know from what I've seen in like movies and limited reality TVs. That seems like the kind of <laughs> the kind of world where. That kind of behavior. Yeah, definitely. Normal. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. They they just talk about her. And then, eventually, Alea talk, goes, talk, goes to talk with him. And sh- she tries to be real with him. And she says that she's a terrible liar. 
Which I don't think any of us believed. No, <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of a catch-22, right? So if she's lying about being a terrible liar, but we don't believe her, what's, okay. what's, what's the truth? That's so... Like, <laughs> I'm just going to take a drink. That's like <laughs> um, a lie-eception. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so none of us believe that she's a bad liar, but we didn't believe her lie. And... Um, but I, I was hoping at that moment that Eli was just going to be herself from now on and then that we would see more of her. Because I, I didn't mind. Like, she doesn't seem like the person that would end up with Peter, but like she seemed uh, she seemed fine. They ended up making out. She mm. seemed very happy. She's like, I'm back on top of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, she like did the little mountain person and crossed her eyes. Yeah, and then she said, uh, um, like, goodbye from future, future Miss Weber. Yikes. Oh god! Yeah, big jerks. That snap really sent me over the top. Yeah, that didn't really uh, go over well. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't pan out. So after that, did he talk to his confidant, Victoria I, P? I, I right. I do want to mention one thing. Oh. At this point of the pod, to give you a feeling about how we felt as a group about this storyline, um, the other two thirds of the podcast were watching Facebook videos. <laughs> Well, actually, we were watching Lizzo on Instagram. Get your shit together. You're right. I mean... Like, it started off with the Facebook video, and then it went to a Lizzo This is video. for Rachel. Look, this is for Rachel, you fat, I, I you fat Oompa Loompa looking motherfucker. Why'd you take me off the motherfucking schedule? <laughs> you racist ass fake ass bitch. So much for a clean podcast. This is, this is a 21 and up fucking podcast, yo. <laughs> We're human. We drink. We cuss. Wait, what's Thank that? What's know. that guy? It's like I was like, what's that guy? Um, who lives in Austin or in Texas? And he's like, I'm a man. I like to drink. I like to fuck. I don't know. <laughs> he's that really angry political guy. Alex Jones. Yeah. Dorney <laughs> oh the Frog's gay. Let's do a lot of womps this this episode. <laughs> this is the big womp. The big wompowski. <laughs> That's a good name for the episode. That's what's good. The Big Womp. Uh, the Big Wompowski. Um, so, you know, I was calling you guys out for watching internet videos, but I can't say that I was using my time more wisely in the long run, right? Who you mean wiselier? I don't think I did, actually. I don't know. I'm not a more English person. Oh I can speak do good. I can speak do good? I can do speak good. After that, a little grammar lesson. Wisely? Um, so... Pete takes Victoria F aside. Pete. Pete. Victoria P. Victoria P. Oh, I'm sorry. My notes are off. Victoria <laughs> P. I'm sorry there's multiple Victorias. Victoria P. It's okay. Victoria P will be the last of the Victorias anyway. Victoria P. Victoria P. Victoria P. P. God. Victoria Paul, the blonde one. Who looks like Denny. It's taken aside by Peter. Denny 2.0. And Peter basically asks her what she feels about... Um, Aliyah and the whole drama in the, in the house. We find out big news. They knew each other from... From Miss USA pageant. Apparently, Demi... I mean, not Demi... <laughs> not Demi. Victoria P. is uh, Miss Louisiana. I wish when Demi was in the house, they would have acknowledged the fact that they look so much alike. Yeah. A that would have been so funny. Like, a little mirror bit with, like, the hands and... Especially like for probably, the post-credit scenes. I feel like yes. they didn't realize until, like, after it aired. People started yeah. watching. Yeah. Because, like, I saw Demi post a thing of... Like on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, it's me!" Yeah. <laughs> so she won Miss Louisiana. Right? She, yeah, she won Miss Louisiana. So they were both in um, the Miss USA pageant, and um, later they 
say that they're like pretty close. So did, they, did, she, did Victoria say she was pretty close? Victoria said that they had talked for like a grand total of three hours. I mean, it's I wouldn't say that close. you're like <laughs> yeah, because a lot. later said we're pretty close friends. We're you know we're pretty close. Yeah. I'm like she no. said that after saying that she wasn't close. It's like really. That's why I can't believe her. Yeah. But um, she said, this is what Alea, this is what Victoria P said Alea said, was that she didn't want Victoria to tell the producers that they knew each other because she didn't want, you know, them knowing each other to hinder any experiences that Victoria P could get in the house and after. Yeah. Because she assumed that, I guess she just assumed that she was going to get, if she got kicked off, that she was going to get benefits from that you know because a lot of yeah you know sponsorships and like everybody on their fucking instagram and oh buy this tea buy this bullshit and you know (laughs) and it works it works but like that's not an irrational proposition you're like one of 28 you don't even know this guy like you know what's gonna happen if you have a personality but then that showed a light on how she was acting on screen how uh, Sydney kept saying that whenever the, the screens, uh, the cameras go on, Elias shifts personalities. She's trying to be brand friendly. Sydney, Sydney thought she was trying to be brand friendly for the viewers so that she would get sponsorships. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like she was doing some of that. It's also bullshit that um, she said that because like she didn't want anybody's hindrance. Because there's literally been twins on the show. Yeah, at the same was, time, right? She, yeah. yeah. She was saying that like because they knew each other, they might get kicked off, or one of them might get kicked off. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, that was a really bad excuse. What the fuck is Bachelor in Paradise then? They yeah. all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think she was really being manipulative, which is what Peter accused yeah. her of. Yeah. Might be a strong word, but I feel like she was just realm. like caught up in her lies and like needed to get us like one story straight. Pretty much. Can we do our best, uh, Leah? Hi. Okay, you go first, Liliana. Okay. Hi. Oh, Adrian. Hi. Melanie. <laughs> hi. <laughs> oh, hi. I think one might have been the best. Yeah. Shit, Emily. <laughs> what do I win? I don't know. If you go to if you're Leah, then you live in San Antonio, which is one step closer to Mike. How Mike does in Dallas? I'm not like San Antonio. Mike is a San Antonio boy. I love Mike. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Leia has a bad excuse, and it seems pretty clear that she's going to go home Hi. after a conversation with Peter. So, <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> That's mean. Please come to our pod. <laughs> I, we're we're I, actually impartial to you. We don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, on the, like, Elia versus Sydney train, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm pretty much on, on Elia's side, actually. I feel like Sydney was, like, Sydney really was being very Sydney was aggressive. rude for no reason, but also on the Victoria P and Elia thing, I'm on Victoria P's side. Only because I don't think Victoria P was being malicious about it. She had, um, I think, I, I'm on Victoria P's train side because she wasn't trying to be malicious with her, um, telling of Peter her her experiences with Aliyah. Um, Sydney was. She just did not like that girl. We're in the Victoria P. Lane. Stay in your Victoria P. Lane. Stay in your Victoria P. Lane. I, that, I do appreciate her honesty. Um, so did so did Peter. And she she probably she probably she you could tell she felt kinda of bad about keeping that secret even though it really 
really wasn't a big deal because, you know, Victoria's just trying to do her thing. Oh yeah, Victoria is great. Like, she came off great in yeah. this episode. She um, didn't seem snitchy. He asked her, you know, specifically, like, you know, because he appreciates her as a person because she will always be forthright. Rose ceremony. Dun, dun, dun. I was wondering if they are placed specifically on the steps because it's a pretty big power move to be um, a further along contestant and know you're going to be given a rose than just push through two rows of women. Like, excuse me, honey, coming through. Just be like, oh, thank you. I will accept this rose. Yeah, I know. I'll accept this rose. Like, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Kisses. Please be kissy. Big sad about some of the people that went home. Alexa. RFP, I'm already losing in our in our batch snake draft. Alexa was so great. Right? And she I was nice. I think that she was too cool for the show. Yeah. I think Alexa was too cool for the show. She was too be cool for Peter. Paradise, maybe? Other girls that went home are Jasmine, who's from Houston, Texas. Um, <coughs> Represent H-Town. Yeah, H-Town. H-Town, and... hold it down. <laughs> she had, like, no lines this whole episode. I, I don't remember about her. I don't episode. remember her talking in general. Um, it's a bummer. I don't think this show is great with minorities. Yeah. No. Um, she was not the one. Tammy was the one who did the condom thing, right? With the... Or was that Jasmine? I don't know. I think I think she... Tammy did some, like, TSA, like, kind of thing. What? Didn't she? I don't know. Tammy should have just got out of the limo and fought Peter. Although I think should have flipped him like she flips her houses. Hell yeah. Alea yeah. goes home as we mentioned earlier. It was pretty obvious, and then also Sarah goes home. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. I just didn't want to say that, but, but yes, was, exactly. I had no idea who she was. There was big drama about it though because Peter was very conflicted on whether he wanted Alea to go home or not, and you could see the stress on McKenna's. Oh face. yeah, we need to talk about how stressful. McKenna was making us this um, yeah. part of the episode because she was literally like on edge. She like, we kind of knew McKenna wasn't going to go home because there's a reason for her to. But she like, what blew up at Alea during the pool party because she didn't get a chance to talk with Peter, right? Well, she, she didn't really blow up at Alea. She kind of just was, was frustrated with the situation. It wasn't at Alea. It was just like in no, general. No, just like in general. Like, I remember her being like, some of us don't have time to talk with Peter. This is our only time. And blah, blah, blah. Like she's just like so scared that she's not going to, she's not in his, you know, his eyesight, you know, out of sight, out of mind or whatever. But yeah. she was like a mess. Like her mouth was so blobfish. Like <laughs> she had lipstick on her chin. Poor girl. Like, you got to respect that. In like her really obviously hard time, she had the courage to invent a new fashion trend. The lipstick on the chin. No. <laughs> That's not going to be a trend. No. no. McKenna no. can do no wrong. All right. <laughs> Even McKenna's just wrong. She does no wrong. You love McKenna. She I has mean, pretty hair. You guys don't she mind her really either. Because nice when she got... Her name, her name got, when her name got called out, you guys all went yay. <laughs> I went yay. I think my love is contagious. Um, we should reenact this. You be Peter. We have a uh, McKenna fever. <laughs> we have McKenna's great. McCanada. McCanada. We are a hashtag McKenna podcast. Uh, we're, um, what are you, what are you, um, her stands called the McCanadians? McCanadians. Yes. Canadians. I think it's like, hashtag McCanadians. <laughs> The Mechanadanium nuts. Mechanadanium <laughs> nuts? <laughs> I'm nuts from Mechanadania. <laughs> oh no. That sounds like the, the country from. Uh, never mind. Um, Are you trying to make a reference? You could remember it. 
Yeah, it's that movie with um, Anne Hathaway being the princess of someone. Oh my god, Ella Enchanted. Yeah. Or Princess Diaries. Yeah, it's a Princess Diaries. That's the one I meant. Mm, that's good shit. That is some good shit. <laughs> Isn't like that kind of mechanic Canada could be like a, a fake oh, country yeah. from one Genovia. of those. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. So. McKenna this, really was stressing us out though. Yeah, but she stays and and uh, she's gonna go far. She looked like she was gonna vomit. Oh, <laughs> especially when Chris Harrison came out and took out the other rose that was there. Oh my gosh. She looked like she was about to faint, and I was like, "You are making me stressed out for you." They don't you. have this kind of drama in Canada. Really, no. it's very stressful. Really, I cheered when she got the rose, so I could stop looking at her sad face. <laughs> no, it's just that I really, out of all the people that went home, I would have, all the people that were left with the last rose, I wanted either McKenna or Alexa. I feel like we haven't really seen him interact with Alexa all that much. Mm. We but, just um, like her. Just, we, we just, just like, like her. her. I wanted to see her around some more, but maybe she'll show up on Paradise. So, so Alea got sent home, and she was really upset. What did she, what did McKenna say? Oh, she said this thing. She's like, before she got the rose, McKenna said, I'm just really upset thinking that maybe he didn't get a lot of chance, uh, many chances to get to know me and like see what a great person I am and <laughs> how I can carry his babies and, and be his wife. Those were exact words, right? Chill the yeah. fuck out, girl. I think she mentioned her birthing hips. Yeah. <laughs> no, she yeah. is really intense, I'm though. just glad she's confident. <laughs> These are all positive things. Okay. <laughs> she is crazy intense, but she's crazy for Peter, and that's what he needs. He doesn't need somebody who wants, you know, the benefits of getting kicked off. Yeah. Looks like Elia comes back next episode. Yeah. Oh that seems like God. big drama. I'm over it. I'm over it, too. She says she's just coming back to tell him, like, set the record straight. Like, she doesn't want to be seen wrong in his eyes but who fucking cares like you got kicked off it doesn't matter yeah, go back to san antonio yeah. uh, go eat some tex-mex at the river sorry Eliya. please be on our podcast san antonio. i'm sorry what about san antonio <laughs> he's calling he's calling out my my hometown go eat, go eat the more genuine tacos tacos yeah i was trying to go back that, that that's head. more like it well i think that's a good wrap for our this episode is brought to you by San Antonio Genuine Mexican Tacos. Visit your nearest truck. No, go to um, on 410 in Broadway. It is called um, Aranda's Taqueria. Best tacos ever. All the white people listening to this Shout one know how to spell that. Or um, if you're more white and don't want to go to a genuine taco place, right across the street is Taco Garage. Mm, you can go there. I can spell that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this episode was brought to you by Girl Scout Cookies. <laughs> Just kidding, it wasn't. Don't sue us. What kind of Girl Scout cookies? The um, Thin Mints. The, the edible kind? The coconut kind. The coconut what? kind. Oh, okay. The Thin Mints and the coconut one. <laughs> Whichever that one coconut is. Coconut one's my favorite. Mine too. So right. that's where this podcast stands. So we hope you enjoyed. Um, the possibly longest episode to date. Surprisingly, we had a really good time with this one. Yeah, we did. It went pretty well. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit us up on the Insta and on the Twitter. What's our handles? At Batch Beer Buds on Instagram and Twitter. Send us roses and uh, if you have any comments, complaints, or uh, Uh, threatening fan mail, you know where to find us. Yeah, send it on Twitter so that we can retweet you guys and if you give, if you send us something, you could possibly be the weekly bud. 
That would be nice. Yeah, give you a little shout out. Yeah, you know. Part of the show, let us know. Um, and if uh, you guys are as McCrazy for McKenna as we are. <laughs> Hashtag uh, McCannadians. 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 McCannadians, yes. Hashtag McCannadians. All right, that's where this podcast stands. Stay tuned for next week where our special guest will be Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, we had to mention him. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.